0: Yo, what's up? (laughs) Ah, It's your girl, DJ Nike. What's going on? Alright, grab your water, grab your smokes, grab whatever you gotta grab. Let's talk about it. Listen, I've tried to do this a couple of times, but every time I think I have some sort of a handle of what's going on. Kanye posts something new to his Instagram. (laughs) 14 minutes ago, he posted that... He wants Drake to narrate his documentary. Now, there is a lot to break down here, and I am very happy to be the one that breaks it down. But I have to say, I'm more than a little bit horrified at what's happening. Let me start with the fact that about two weeks ago, Carolina and I were watching YouTube and we came across a bunch of videos that at first just seemed like gossip channel videos, but as we began to watch through them, it was really obvious that every single one of the YouTubers was reading off a script, for lack of a better way to say it. It was very rehearsed, but more than that. The points were all exactly the same and the tone, the overall tone of the segments was one of, hmm, let me see how I want to say this. The tone was, well, you know, he's always been crazy and we were just hiding it. There is this retroactive judgment. There is this unspoken retroactive judge and jury going on. It's as if we were waiting for the white woman to say, oh, you don't know how hard this was behind the scenes. And you're just going to have to believe me on that because I don't have any proof that things were terrible behind the scenes, except the narrative is that he's crazy and he's always been crazy. That's the most important part. He's always been crazy. Therefore, subtly implying, not so subtly, but subtly implying that she was dealing with a crazy person for all these years and had a bunch of kids with a crazy person and raised them together somewhat for all these years, therefore further cementing her saint status and further cementing him as not credible. Now, only the Kardashians could pull off the feet of making someone that successful not look credible. But they've done a really, really good job and they've managed to, as they do with everything else, they've managed to hit every trope on the way down. He's not just unhinged, he needs to be drug tested. He's not just my ex, uh he needs to be he needs to be triggered in the right ways so he can behave a certain way and continue to feed the narrative that we've created. I'll give you a perfect example. We don't know Kanye personally, but we know full well that if we were dating him, married to him fuck it, even if we were just friends with him and we invited him to SNL and then kissed Pete Davidson, he would probably lose his shit. He'd probably lose his shit if you were his best friend. He'd probably lose his shit if you were just his friend because Pete Davidson is so aesthetically displeasing and offensive, he'd probably lose it if he didn't even fucking know you. If you were just fucking Joe Schmo out of a crowd, And he was at SNL and you kissed Pete Davidson. He probably let you have it even if he didn't know you. So how do you think that man reacted? And why do you think that that situation was created? If we know how that man would react to that situation, you don't think she knew? You don't think her family knew? You don't think her team knew? You don't think they were counting on him completely losing his shit? i tell you what... Pete Davidson ain't nothing but a way to get full custody. Yeah, I fucking said it. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. I fucking said it. Absolutely, that's what it is. Because, listen, you're not going to convince me. No. No bitch who grew up. (coughs) Excuse me. No bitch who grew up. Obsessing over Johnny Depp and was lucky enough to be young when Johnny Depp was young and remembers how fucking fine this man was. Is, to me, is, but you know, to you guys, was. Don't tell me that now she fucking will Pete. Don't tell me. Don't tell me because the thing is, and I see so many of you being quiet about this, I notice I'm not stupid i noticed how so many of you are just quiet about it. Cause you're like, Inside you're like, nah, I like Pete. Pete's disgusting. Pete's gross looking. Pete's teeth are gross. His face is gross. His height is even, he, he looks like Shrek. If you want to date an ogre and if you want to be in love with an ogre and someone looks like Shrek, why wouldn't you pick Adam Driver? At least he's talented. I mean, he looks like an oaf, but at least he can fucking act. And he has nice hair. Like, (coughs) excuse me, anyway, because it's a fucking ploy, it's a sham. It's called get full custody. You have to, if you know someone well enough to know that in certain situations they behave very recklessly, okay, and if you happen to be in an intimate relationship with that person and you no longer want to be, or You've decided that when you leave this person, you want to take everything from them, okay? Then this is what you would do. You would quickly create a narrative that would constantly poke at him, that would constantly trigger him. And every time he got triggered and freaked out, that would become something documented and put towards a larger narrative. Now the narrative being what Kanye posted yesterday, which is, (coughs) excuse me, Kim thinks he's trying to kill her. Remember when I said that they are going to hit every trope on the way down? You thought 10 years ago, because these girls started marrying black men and started having babies with black men, that that changed what was up? You didn't think that as soon as shit got real, that they weren't going to refer back to the whitest of white tropes? Ooh, she's afraid of him. Mm-hmm. She's afraid of him. You didn't know? You didn't know <laughs> you didn't know Kanye was dangerous? I can't even say that shit with a fucking straight face. I can't say that shit. That's like people saying Johnny Depp is dangerous. I can't say that shit with a straight face. Bro, it's a joke. Stop. Stop, stop. (laughs) Stop. God, it's not trying to kill anybody. Stop. Like, but it's a joke, but it's also tragic. Because look at what money can buy. Look at how money can make wrong look right. Yo, I don't give a fuck who says what about what. My dude, there are fucking policies in place. Kids are not supposed to fucking be on TikTok. Like, I don't understand why nobody is seeing that as just a very clear, obvious thing. It's like the Trump thing. Like, even when Trump was doing shit that if anybody else did it, we'd be like, yo, that's some ill shit. These motherfuckers on late night were still making fun of him like he was a complete failure. That's when I started to lose all sort of connection with the Democratic Party. Because as soon as they started to bully, I just, it turned me off. Like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Even when the motherfucker has a point, y'all still going to act like this? Like, I can't be a party to that. I'm sorry. I'm not. I don't consider myself a fucking Democrat anymore. I'm actually legitimately leaning towards just, you know, living my life as the anarchist that I am and, and, and never getting involved in the political process again because it's been fucking heartbreaking. It was heartbreaking enough to believe in voting enough that one time to vote for Obama, only to have him fucking come into office and try to bomb my fucking country off the map, that was horrifying enough, you know? But then to watch the way, like, so much of what happened during Trump's presidency reminds me of what happened when the Palestinians were allowed to have free and fair elections and they elected Hezbollah. (laughs) oh my god I walked by a Jewish kid in Riverside Park arguing with his father who's a professor at Columbia I think it was like the day after it happened young smart kid 18, 19 years old he's like yeah but dad if what you want is for them to free you fair elections you can't get mad at who they you know." and the dad's like but that's why there can't be elections look who they elected that's what it felt like when Trump was president it was like, y'all say that you're okay with people choosing who they want, but as soon as people choose who they want and it's not who you want, it's a fucking problem. And no matter what that person does, the narrative you're going to paint is going to make them look like a fucking asshole every single fucking time. But I got to ask you again. I, I have to. I have to be the fucking annoying Gemini bitch and ask you again, how are things going? This fuck is soft in the head, feeble-minded mother fuck with like six body doubles. How's it going? How's it going? All those concerns you had, have they been addressed? All those promises that were made to you, How's that working out for you? This is like fucking the old dude who say he gonna be a sugar daddy, and then you find out that motherfucker broke, and he wants to fuck all night too. How about that? How you feeling? good i hope so i hope so you did good (laughs) you did good you still believe you still have that uh firm firm faith and belief in the blue in the democratic (laughs) party y'all are a fucking joke bro you make me mad seriously you make me mad i'm laughing because i want to curse you the fuck out actually um it makes me fucking furious, and it has, uh, again, like let me be really clear, this has nothing to do with politics. This has to do with decency. You can't just fucking pick on people even when they're doing dope shit. You can't do that. If the media had given Trump his flowers after North Korea, I would have shut the fuck up. But this man went over there) <laughs> It basically was like you're a douchebag I'm a douchebag let's be douchebags together stop being a fucking douchebag by yourself come on there's people out here that'll work with you you don't need to be out here by yourself like this and and you know what with a different face and a different name we would have called that president a fucking hero that's, that's when I started to really be like you know what I'm not down with this I just I don't believe in this fucking mob mentality and now y'all gonna try to paint this man as crazy first of all and, and this goes out to more to, to my people of color than it does to anybody else. Are we never going to get sick of, of throwing our own men in front of the fucking dogs? Like, I'm sorry. Like, what is it that America has done to people of color in general? That we, I mean, aside from, obviously, there's one group of people we know exactly what happened. Right? Slavery fucking happened. Enslavement happened. But what about the rest of us? What, what is it in us that we are so quick to throw our own in the fire first like my question's going to sound really annoying because it sounds like the Trump shit that I was just saying but like exactly what is it that he's doing that's wrong he thought y'all got y'all were still working it out I'm I'm just going to say all the things that nobody wants to say because there's a bunch of fucking people who've been paid to be on TikTok and paid to be on YouTube and paid to be everywhere else to fucking spin the other narrative so i'm just gonna fucking say what needs to be said you took a man who thought that he had some fucking chance of saving his fucking marriage with you and and the fucking four kids he has with you and you took him to a very public place that he didn't want to go to around a bunch of douchey white people that he doesn't like and you kissed some fucking douchey white guy in front of him while y'all were still married now that may not mean much Okay, that may not mean much to the bitch whose mom was giving Calabasas hellos by second guy's dicks when they first moved into the neighborhood. Okay, that may not mean much. But I'm assuming it means a lot to somebody who's not been married before and doesn't have any other fucking kids. Okay? And thought that this shit was going to be forever. It may not mean much unless you put... A huge price on your marriage, your relationship, and whatever else. So you really... You really out here in every way possible paid. Paid through the roof. Paid. micro-influencers, macro-influencers, paid through the nose. Okay? To be out here making it seem like good parenting wait wait this is the shit that's blowing my mind y'all really paying people out here to make it seem like good parenting to let a fucking eight-year-old be on tiktok yo fam have you been on tiktok (laughs) i tell you what eight-year-olds shouldn't even be on fucking instagram have you fucking been on tiktok tiktok's so what West, an eight-year-old? Bitch, I don't care if the account is with her mother and her fucking grandma. MJ, okay? MJ could be crawling out of her fucking grave, one head out the grave, fucking logging into the TikTok, and I still don't think it's a good idea. What kind of bullshit is this? What kind... Especially when you have one parent saying, I don't want this. Why is it... Listen, let me me put it to you like this, because I love doing this to people. People, like, a lot of times when I say shit, people, (laughs) scoff, 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 until I say, okay, well, let's just take the same exact scenario, but let's make the person Swedish. You think a Swedish man with $9 billion who didn't want his daughter to be on TikTok could be stopped by fucking Kim Kardashian? i tell you what, you better think about it again. Just, just, just think about that question. Do you think? Do you honestly think? Okay, Elon Musk is uh, Elon Musk is South African, close enough. You think if Elon Musk didn't want that little motherfucker, Ether, Aether, whatever the fuck his name is, on TikTok, you think fucking Grimes could stop him? You think you wait, wait? Do you think Chris Jenner could stop Elon Musk? No. Okay, so my <laughs> my larger point that I'm trying to make here is that bad can be made to look good with enough money, but money is not enough to get you there. You couldn't spin this narrative about a white man. You couldn't, even if he was reckless, even if he was a savant, even if he was a genius, even if he spoke in broken sentences and his thinking pattern was scattered you still couldn't make a white man look like this over not wanting his daughter to be on social media the fact that these motherfuckers are doubling down instead of agreeing to a very normal sane request the fact that they are doubling down in the other direction tells you everything you need to know about why kanye is doing what he's doing now it's time for a little more Gemini psychology. I'm sorry that I go there, but it does seem like you guys are each time are like, okay, another thing that I actually didn't understand about you guys. We are all about what the present what the present is indicative of. is we are never just looking at what's right in front of us. We look at what's right in front of us in our mind makes like 10 mental jumps, we're 10 moves ahead, and we already know, I can tell you right now, the reason he doesn't want that child on TikTok is because that child is going to be turned into and is being turned into right under your fucking nose right now, a motherfucking commodity, and he lived with a woman and was married to a woman who was turned into a motherfucking commodity by her fucking family and has been so ever since and is paying the price still. And he doesn't want that for his fucking daughter. That's it. It's simple. And it's not like he hasn't in- articulated it. And it's not like we don't understand. And it's not like we don't agree. So why the fuck is he still getting made to be the bad guy? Because, 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 say it, say it. Because, because he's black. That's it. That's it. That's it. Every one of these situations, if you change that one detail, this whole shit falls apart. It's fucking ridiculous. If this motherfucker was white, he'd be called the mad scientist genius. Remember the shit they used to call Richard Branson? Richard Branson ain't did shit except start an airline. All Richard Branson did was buy some planes from somebody else and slap the name Virgin on them. And it was like, billionaire, bad boy... Rule breaker, boundary, you know, traverser. What the fuck are you talking about? This motherfucker has some plates. Like, what? Yo, Kanye West is a certifiable genius, but also a fucking successful businessman on several fronts. Shows no signs of slowing down whatsoever. Are you kidding? If this man had white skin and his family was Russian, Swedish, fuck it, Estonian even, fuck it, whatever, everything that you're seeing right now would be called by completely different words. It would be the quirky billionaire was seen out again with his latest gorgeous model sidekick, this time out with a woman named Julia, of course. But if you think for a second, that the 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 subtext that turns all of this into a negative because he's black if you think that that subtext of him being black as a negative is not being pushed actively purposefully by that family you're yo we mm -mm, we have nothing in common If, if you don't think that that's happening we really have nothing in common because you're too stupid for me to have anything in common with. I'm sorry, I'm getting my period. I'd be like this on the first day. I'm really too honest on the first day. Like, I will call a motherfucker stupid over nothing. Remember in House of Gucci? He says, don't call me a Creighton, sweetie. She said, I didn't call you a cretin. I said, stop acting like a Creighton." <laughs> and for anyone who's seen the movie, do you remember when he says, I think what you want is to ask me two questions. <laughs> right? <laughs> she says, he says, yeah, maybe." Remember, he says, "What is this a, a job interview?" Yeah, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, motherfucker. Um. Yeah, no. The the. Entire narrative is built around, the negativity. Associated culturally associated, propagated, created, propagated, and associated with black men and black fathers. All the insanity, all the authoritarianism, all all the, the vileness that the patriarchy produces, it's all dumped on the heads of black men and their identities, especially as fathers, but as providers in general. How ironic that for hundreds of years... Black men were, well, black men and women were able to provide for a nation to become a fucking empire overnight, and yet, culturally, their identity is completely flipped and the opposite. They were strong enough to provide enough for a nation to turn into an empire, but they aren't strong enough or dependable enough or reliable enough to provide for their own families. Yeah, that fucking makes sense. That makes all the fucking sense in the world, right? Apply it here. So Kanye is sane enough to revolutionize several industries, and nobody is saying that lightly. He's done shit nobody ever thought they could do, okay? Fucking Adidas? Adidas never thought they'd make this kind of fucking money. Straight the fuck up. Okay, so this is where I was going with that. So Kanye's able to revolutionize several industries, right? (laughs) Right? He's able to revolutionize several industries. He's able to create enormous amounts of revenue. He's responsible enough, smart enough, and sane enough to create industries out of thin air Create completely new sounds. Create completely new products. But he shouldn't have even partial custody of his kids? Or she shouldn't be allowed to be around his kids? Or he should be... Do you understand what I'm saying? It's the same trope. I, I just don't understand who... No, it's not that I don't understand. I was going to say, I don't understand why they don't know what they're doing. But it's because they have no education. That's all it is. That's all it is. I always forget that. I always, for some reason, end up... It just completely slips my mind that they are actually not well educated. So they end up propagating things and this is the the most vile way of doing it out of sheer ignorance like do you know that you are at this time mirroring a white female strategy that has been around since slavery once you don't get what you want from the black man in question do you understand that you are now following in chloe kardashian's footsteps do you understand that you are going just a few months ago, let's put it at six months ago, of being in a place where this culture that has historically fucking hated your guts, made fun of you all the time, okay? Slut shamed you and then shamed you for having no talent and then shamed you for being successful and then shamed you for your fucking body. Can Can you wrap your head around the fact that six months ago, Just six months ago, that culture that fucking hated your fucking guts, no matter what you did, had finally started to respect you, had finally started to trust you, had finally started to see you as something more than the dumb slut that they thought you were. And right when that cultural door opens to you, and that currency can be presented to you right in that pivotal moment, you decide... That it's not going to be an amicable divorce. As Listen, I'll tell you like this. As soon as Pete Davidson's name was mentioned, I already knew what time it was. Amicable what? What are you talking about? If you think that you're going to have an amicable divorce with somebody that you have four kids with while well, you're dating a 26-year-old, you are out of your fucking mind. I'll tell you what. First of all, he's within his rights to be like, I don't even want my daughter around him. Oh, I would love I would love to hear what you guys have to say about that, <laughs> because if because this whole like oh my god she's so cute she's living her life oh my god I love this Kim where she wears no makeup and is obviously on cocaine on private jets and posts the pictures anyway because she's intent on completely destroying her brand I love it so fucking much I'm talking about this one fucking guy on TikTok if I could wring his neck with my I would pay somebody to be able to wring his neck with my bare hands. That's one of the things I'm going to put down on my fucking VR checklist that I'm going to do. As soon as VR becomes a reality where I can, like, experience whatever I want to experience, high on that list, find me a fucking VR that motherfucker somebody choking him because I want to feel what that feels like. Because, because, uh, because, because this is the thing. Look at how fucked up these, look at how these narratives are being fucking flipped. I feel like I'm stuck in, like, a Malcolm X loop right now. Remember when he said the bad things they'll make them look good, the good things will make them look bad? Just look. So you have paid enough people on social media to make it seem like you being coked up on a private jet with your hair a fucking mess, with your obviously tweaked, okay? Your face is completely fucking tweaked. You're looking beyond the camera because you are on a fucking eight ball of cocaine with someone who is a drug addict and mentally ill. Fantastic. That is being spun and packaged as her living her best life. (laughs) sounds about white to me sounds about white to me how much you think my neighbors love me okay if you were wondering what that is that was my inhaler okay so you get to do that right because now now i just want you to now if you've been if you've been thinking this whole time oh um bro i don't know that's a bit of a stretch i don't know i don't know okay let's let's do a little uh a time to kill let me be matthew mcconaughey for a second let's flip this shit Um, come on come on let me do my matthew mcconaughey shit listen listen to me close your eyes (laughs) close your eyes close your eyes come on close your eyes and picture you know that picture of her on the jet you know the picture of her in the gray, in the gray like nasty. I took a whole shower, one piece, right? I'm wearing the one piece because all I'm doing is doing coke and fucking all day. Yes, picture that picture in your head where she's got that like blank cocaine stare on her face and she's giving you the peace sign, and remember that she's got four kids and remember that she's just going through a divorce and remember that she's seeing this degenerate um and now just take that picture in your head and make her skin black and now see kanye in your head walking around with that lady whoever that lady is she looks like a lady she i don't know what else to call her she looks like old lady she looks like a, a young person with the old lady face i don't know some people just look like old ladies to me um and just and just picture him white white as the snow Why does this now do you think if a white billionaire was divorcing a woman who used to have a sex tape or who has a sex tape or who made or got famous through a sex tape and that woman was a woman of color and they were getting divorced and she was leaving her four kids wherever she was leaving them to be on this private jet coked up with dude. What do you think the headlines would have looked like? Because I sure as fuck don't think that the next day, something like TikTok or YouTube would have been flooded with these fucking payola motherfuckers talking about, oh my God, she's living her best life. I love this version of Kim. You love what version of Kim? Which version? <laughs> Which version is this? This is I feel like. <laughs> you know what I feel like? I feel like, what's her name, Marlo, on Real Housewives of Atlanta. Remember when Kenya Kenya gets so weird around men? Kenya is the most awful person in the world until she's around a man, and then she can pretend to be the nicest person in the world. Women like that really fucking scare me. But I love when Kenya does that around Marlo, because Marlo will check a bitch right up. Marlo's like, who are you? Which Kenya is this? Who are you? What is your name? Like, that's how I feel. (laughs) who are you? Like, do you, do you understand how disgusting what's happening right now is? And the thing that makes it so much worse, the thing that like really breaks your heart or like breaks my heart is that like, he really hasn't done anything wrong. The things that he's asking for are not crazy. And yet I just know where this is going. I know that the viciousness of the attack has only started but i also know what happens next i said when he proposed to her and everyone was like oh man not yay like what the fuck i was like yo you know what's gonna happen he's their karma they're gonna use their machine to destroy him like they destroy everybody when they're done with them but that's not gonna happen to him He's blessed. He's protected. He will destroy them. But they will not be able to destroy him. And I feel like we're just now getting to the part where you're going to start thinking like, no, maybe they got him. Maybe they're really just going to get him the fuck out of here. But they're not. They're not. They're not going to be able to do it. And I'll tell you why. Because the only thing that is keeping that family from exploiting those children, those small black children is that man Do you understand me See they never gonna they never gonna exploit Courtney's kids cuz Courtney has t- uh, children with a white man They can't tell that white man what to do they can't scare him they can't intimidate him they can take all his testosterone away and they've done that They can effectively chemically neuter him you know <laughs> I think their voices might have neutered him right But what you're not going to do is what he doesn't want you to do with your kids, with his kids. Because at the end of the day, that's still a white dude, right? You, you're you not just going to do whatever the fuck you want to do with his kids. But these other children out here, one of them, you know, that bitch picked a d- degenerate to have kids with. Knowing the motherfucker was a degenerate. Knowing the motherfucker was cross-eyed. Knowing the motherfucker couldn't be trusted. Knowing the motherfucker was having a baby and had diseases. Wait. So you knew he was having a baby, had diseases, is cross-eyed, a degenerate, a liar, a cheater. And you still, you still? And then decided, and then somewhere in your fucking pea-sized brain, you decided that this was the one you took a look at a cross-eyed motherfucker like Tristan Thompson and you decided after you looked in the mirror, it didn't occur to you that maybe you need to trade up a little bit and find somebody who would even out whatever the fuck is going on with your face. Instead, you picked this motherfucker. See, that to me, that to me is child abuse. Why would you do that to your child? Why would you Why would you set your child up for failure before it even has a fucking chance by doing some shit like looking like Khloe Kardashian and fucking somebody that looks like Tristan Thompson? What the fuck did y'all think was gonna happen? Because I hear you. I see you. You know what I hear and see? I see and hear the silence, baby. Don't talk to me about true because nobody wants to talk about true. You know why nobody wants to talk about true? Because because of chloe's ego i'm gonna put it like that it her ego is so big that she really thinks that she's pretty one okay she didn't get that plastic surgery because she doesn't think she's pretty she got that plastic surgery because she got tired of hearing y'all fucking mouth about her filters so she was like okay i'll just get my nose and then i don't need the fucking filters okay (laughs) right right But this bitch really looked in the mirror and thought, I can, I can roll the dice with somebody cross-eyed. I can do it. I can do it. I'm so bad. I'm such a bad bitch. Right? That the fact that this motherfucker looks perpetually confused... I have never seen a picture of Tristan or a video of Tristan where he did not actively look like he was trying to get out of a maze. A maze that nobody can see except his one eye that goes the other way. That's it. That's the only apparatus. (laughs) Do you understand? That's the only apparatus that can help Tristan out of whatever maze he finds. There is a figurative but i'm wondering if it actually is figurative maze okay and every time you see tristan he's just he's talking to you off the cuff because he's engrossed he's busy trying to get out look at his eyes they will tell you he is looking for the exit do you understand that's the motherfucker that this this unfortunate looking bitch decided to have a fucking baby with Okay, so 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 in God's divine goodness, he was like, this little girl, we not turning this little girl into a product, let her have a normal life, you know, give her enough of Tristan's maze dwelling demeanor that she will, <laughs> it's okay, you can laugh at a child, it's me, it's me, I'm, I'm the one who gets the badness for saying this, not you, you can laugh, you can laugh, you're not guilty for laughing, it's my fault for making you laugh, that's okay, I'll, I'll, I'll repent, that's okay, but do you, but do you, they're not gonna turn that little girl into a product, because you can't turn her into a product, you can't, you can't turn her into a product, because she just, she, you know, she's got mace, <laughs> she's got mazes to be baby she's (laughs) she's got mazes to be she's got she's got puzzles to solve you know what i'm saying like her her dad have plans you know so she's not getting turned into a product but what about the rest of them because straight up i mean I don't know anyone who's better at selling a product than Travis Scott. Travis Scott will turn, like, a nod into a product. He's probably going to be one of those people that turns, like, a wink face into, like, an NFT that looks at you and, like, fucking winks when you—you know what I'm saying? Like, and then, like, I don't know, the shadow of the devil comes out of the back of his head or some shit like that. Like, I don't know anyone better than Travis Scott at creating a product out of nothing. Whether it be McDonald's happy meals or fucking sneakers or whatever the fuck. He's just good at it. So you know he's completely on board to commodify more of his lineage. He's down with Stormy being a product, absolutely. I mean, Kylie's turn, Kylie turned Stormy into a product as soon as she was born. Most viewed video on YouTube? Miss Stormy. you know her introduction into life was like a product launch you know it it, it was a baby kit it was a kylie baby kit one of many i'm sure so you have no problem there so that you know no one wants to monetize true which again i'm i'm absolutely positive is a blessing right um the, the other one is been monetized before she could breathe Uh, air so you know she she doesn't even know better she just she's just that's all she is that's all she knows so that's gonna be years of therapy down the line god forbid but i mean come on and that really does leave kim's kids because like i said nobody is going to monetize white uh, courtney's white children They're just not going to. They don't have the guts because exploiting kids and turning them into objects, exploiting them and turning them into products, more importantly, is hard on them. It's not good for them. You have to really put your kids in harm's way. Just sit with that for a second. Because that's exactly what Kanye keeps saying. My child is and will, if this is not stopped, this will become a precedent. And my child will continue to be exposed to very dangerous things. Now, for anyone who thinks that's hyperbolic, I would just direct you to the terms and conditions as Kanye did. It's not hyperbolic, it's a rule. Also, if we're talking about the amicable common courtesy that should exist between people who are divorced, even if they hate their guts, I think an eight-year-old's presence on social media is pretty far down the ladder. But not if your entire future strategy depends on pimping out your kids. You see, he's not just fucking with their bag right now. He's fucking with their bag on a hundred year timeline. And of course he is. And that's why I say that he's their karma. Of course he is. And he will continue to be an absolute nuisance when it comes to them trying to monetize those kids. Because Chris Jenner sold them all. And it's not the most tasteful thing in the world, but we grin and bear it and we watch it. But the optics are a little different. When the momager is a white lady and the children that she's pushing to the brink and making money off of are black. The optics aren't very good, if you know what I mean. It's bad enough. Excuse me, it's bad enough. When you got, you know, Chloe running around calling her mom a bitch on TV. It's bad enough. But what happens when North gets some kind of deal? Which she will. I mean, she's already getting them. But what happens when she gets the kind of deal that they won't say no to because it's just too much money? Then what? You see, you need to get rid of him now over some petty shit so when you really start putting it to these kids and making the real money off them, there will be nobody on the other side to hold anyone accountable or make sure that these kids are okay. What y'all are participating in is demonizing someone who is really the only protection those kids have from being turned into product and what is the only way the Kardashians know how to sell product. Tell me. You tell me. Exactly. Yo, spoken if you got it. <clears throat> so all they know how to do is sell through sex. And the next crop of things to sell, the next launches are their children. Do you see where this is going? See, you could say he's crazy now. You can say, oh, she's so stressed out. Her parents are getting divorced. She needs TikTok. People's parents have been getting divorced for a long time. TikTok's been around for like three years. Okay? Calm the fuck down. If her father is making good points and it's not legal anyway, why do this? That's what I want to talk about. That's what I want to focus on. Why do this? Why make a moot an issue by refusing and triggering the person so they will do and say shit that damages their credibility why do this if what you want is an amicable divorce with 50 50 custody it doesn't make sense to do this it makes complete sense if what you want to do is take his fucking kids away And the fear and the dread you feel when you open your Insta and you see another post by him where he is erratically posting 14 minutes ago, 30 minutes ago, the fear, that despair that is beginning to set in inside you. And you know it as I know it, you're getting that feeling, oh my God, they're going to take his kids away from him. Oh my God. So here you have this man. Again, look at how much color makes a difference. Here you have this man on one side who is building churches and having service. Saying, "I." you know what? That kid could be 15. And if her father is a religious man that doesn't want her to be on fucking TikTok, I'm sorry, but who the fuck does this bitch think she is? Like, no you you have a kid with someone you can't just regardless of what you think of them personally regardless of how you met that's what i'm saying this it does it just doesn't sit right with me this is a ploy this is not about this this is a ploy this is a ploy to get you to become fatigued with his outrage so when you really start sticking it to these kids pun completely intended Who's going to listen when he starts getting getting worked up and starts screaming? Who's going to listen? That's what this is about. This is about the next crop of Kardashians. And you have a black man trying to tell you over and over again that his black children will be turned into commodities and they are actively being turned into that now. And if you can't fucking see that, because you like contour or fucking eyeshadow yeah this is how i am when i'm on my period i get real personal and petty for no reason i just be directing attacks i just honestly i just be fucking shooting arrows for no reason like why why i know somebody out there right now it's like why why at me why at me yeah you yeah you you thought you were safe too you think that being on the wrong side of this argument because you like fucking hair extensions and fucking eyeshadow is the right thing to do that shit is fucked up; they're gonna take this man's fucking kids, and they're gonna do it under the premise of a fucking lie that he shouldn't be around his kids. This is like gaslighting one o one, and how the fuck dare y'all not call them out on it for what they're doing as people of color, especially, how dare we allow this to happen like like truly, this is sickening, and it's frightening. Because this is not about popularity. This is not even about something as small as money. Yo, it's his fucking kids. And on top of that, the race element. I'm sorry, I don't know how I would feel. I don't know how I would feel. I mean, listen, we were almost in that situation, right? You remember me talking about, I don't know how I would feel if I was married to a British guy. Someone who had occupied, you know, my country and... And if I was married to him and and I had a kid with him, God forbid, you know, yes, that's shade. Like, (laughs) I don't know how I would feel after the English occupying, you know, the subcontinent. I don't know how I would feel if I had a kid with somebody like that and they put my kid to work. (laughs) i (laughs) i would have a huge problem is what i'm trying to say i would lose my shit so you don't think there's even a little tiny bit of him that's watching north in these TikToks, knowing what the analytics are knowing how much money they're making off of her or how much they're gonna plan on making her off of her in the future by solidifying her but you don't think that he's watching this, but he's seeing 20 moves into the future with the eyes of a black man. See, that's what you don't, y'all don't like about him. It's not that y'all don't like Kanye. It's not that y'all don't appreciate that he looks 20 years into the future. You fucking love that shit about him. You just don't fucking like that when he looks into the future, he looks through the very fucking authentic, real lens of being a black man. That's what you don't fucking like. But, you know, what the fuck do I know? Maybe doing eight eight balls on private jets is, like, you know, the thing in your 40s. (laughs) I'll give it to you, though, Libras. Y'all are tragic as fuck. Like, when you decide that you're going to melt the fuck down, it is epic. Like, why y'all do this? Because you don't have the bounce-back qualities that a Scorpio has. But y'all really think you do. And then you just turn into a fucking mess. Every time like I'm saying these words, all I can see is that fucking picture in my head of her on the jet with the fucked up hair and that expression on her face. Like I just legitimately snorted 10 lines. Kids who? Kids be damned. (laughs) Like, you know, that was I just did some rails off the fucking, you know, lunch seat. And now I'm going to fuck like that's that's what that was. It's so tragic. Six months ago, getting people out of jail, billionaire, Kanye West's wife, Kim Kardashian's husband, four children. Oh my God, they're getting amicably divorced. Wow, Kim is handling this so well. Wow, we're all so impressed. Look at her so classy, living her life. But as soon as he hit on what their future plans are, look how the clause came out this bitch this ain't about nothing but money north is a fucking cash crop and they can't monetize her yet because she is too young you think they're gonna wait 12 more years you think they're gonna wait 10 more years to start making money off of her they can't no first of all you gotta strike while the iron's hot but also they they can't wait that long that's just not how brands work. That's not how successful brands work at least. No, they need to get her, you know, on the payroll. So how do you get her on the payroll? You can't, right? You can't get her on the pay- payroll yet. It's illegal. It's not legal in any country. So how do you do it? You think you think um, Kim was just sitting there talking to her daughter one day and was like, "Oh, no, if you really want to TikTok, we should make one together." You think that's what happened? If you think that's what happened, I have another story to tell you about this girl who fucked her boyfriend and her boyfriend leaked the tape. But it wasn't her. But she ended up making a lot of money off of it. I don't know if you know that story. It's a similar story. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no. Some brand strategists and some publicists came up with that Kim and North idea. And Kanye was probably in the room when they came up with it. And I wouldn't be surprised if the slow uh, breach of the sanctity of their childhood isn't the reason that they moved apart anyway. Because this push was always coming. We always knew that they would replicate themselves and continue to create vacuous wealth. We knew we knew this. And why I said that he was their karma is because I knew in that moment when they were getting married, I knew that they would finally come across an ideology that they would not be able to handle. And by that I mean, and let's be very clear on this, An ideology, a person, a thought, a movement, a legend, a genius that cannot be bought. That's it. You know? If all you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. If all you got is money then really your only great idea ever is to bribe people. Give them as much as you can, and they'll do what you want. But what happens when you come across somebody that you can't bribe, that you can't buy, that you can't seduce? There were so many people that thought that when he married her, they would seduce the... Kanye out of him but I don't know if you've looked at Instagram or Twitter for the last couple of days that definitely did not happen so you can see then how Kanye is a liability now but long term no too dangerous long term at least for the next 10 years for North but then you know for the other kids longer they will not be able to freely do as they want with those children unless this man goes completely out of his head or is deemed so by the public and rendered a moot point. Because the plans that they have for those kids, he's not going to agree to any of them. That's why they didn't take the TikTok down. There's a... There's a provocation. So he will act and look even less credible. And therefore open that door a little bit wider to selling these kids. Up until now, he's kind of been holding it pushed, closed with his weight, but can't anymore. Hmm. It's sad. (laughs) I'm truly genuinely uh sorry for spending so much time on this i'm genuinely afraid for kanye maybe it's the commiseration maybe it's the dread of bad things to come or maybe it's this hope that we finally that we finally have to uh fight the good fight sometimes. The fight comes to us and if you're authentic and true sometimes it means the fight comes to you but you can't cower from it. Yeah. So now let's talk about how you get what you want. Yay! what a segue (laughs) okay how to get what you want we talked about this a little bit in the last pod drink something drink something i need something to drink too so those of you who saw house of gucci how how terrible was jared leto you know what i realized about jared leto wait a minute Before we get to how to get what you want. Because I feel like that's such a broad topic. This is going to take a while. Uh, I'll leave you with this for now, but I'll be back in the morning. Okay, this is Jared Leto. Jared Leto is the Nicolas Cage of this new generation of kids. They don't realize how terrible he is because they haven't been around for it. He's good looking enough. That enough directors have hired him that in their young, naive minds, they think, hey, this is an older actor. Older people seem to know about him. Seems cool. Right? Which is how they got us with Nick Cage. It's only when you're 20 minutes into the movie that you realize that it's Nicholas fucking Cage and he is the worst fucking actor in the world. That's what Jared's doing. Jared Leto is Nicholas Cage. Okay, let me give you a little primer on how to get what you want and then we'll do the full length version tomorrow. Inshallah. Okay, how to get what you want. Well, this is going to annoy you a little bit. But the first thing, (laughs) probably the most important, is to control your wants. To live so much in the moment that your wants really are just preferences uh, between things that are presented in real time. Wants to me, sound like fucking baggage. How to get what you want. What is it that you want that you can't do for yourself? One. And if you can't do it for yourself, what on earth makes you think that some other human like you can do it who doesn't have the luxury of sitting in your head? Yeah, wants are... uh... They tie you. They hold you down. They they are so restrictive. Now, does this mean that a person doesn't have predilections and preferences? No, of course you do. But want to me, I don't know, sounds a little bit off in my ears, you know? Maybe it's the extremo-Muslim thing how can you want for anything when you have a law to me it's like want sounds disrespectful (laughs) there's a lot of things i like would be nice you know i'm not shaking a fucking stick at a house you know on the lake like como this is not a hint um yeah, sure. There are nice things in the world and there are nice people in the world and there are nice days when you have nice things to do with nice looking people who do nice things for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of this is wonderful and it happens. And and you know what? It happens whether you want it to or not. <laughs> want. How to get what you want. Oh, you didn't think this is the direction this was going to go in, huh? You should have known how to get what you want. Do you honestly think... You honestly think I'm stupid enough and simplified enough to think that I know that you, I know, and that I can also teach you how to get what you fucking want. Are you kidding me? No. The point is, you'll end up getting what you want, but it's by understanding. It's not by like teaching you some yoga shit or some, no, it's, (laughs) it's about understanding It's about at first controlling your wants, but then beginning to understand that the idea of wanting, instead of doing for yourself or doing for yourself and having faith and living in gratitude, the idea of wanting. Well, it's what makes Wendy Bird in Ozark so distasteful. Remember when she talks about her youth when she was really, really, really poor and she would sneak into rich people's homes and sit on their clean furniture and, and then she would get upset. And she would do things like turn picture frames around and put blue food coloring in the milk. She would get upset because it would turn on her. She grew up in such extreme poverty. She has this eternal hunger, this want. And at some point, Marty even blames her for it, blames her for everything that they're a part of. You know, it's all neatly wrapped up and thrown on Wendy. This is because you want so much. A wanting person is, to me... Either deeply unattractive or deeply dangerous, <laughs> usually both. So how do you get what you want? <laughs> but if you try subtat, you just bite fat. you get what you need. right? What do you think that song is about? How you get what you want. (laughs) Excuse me. Drink something, smoke something. It is like 2 a.m. We're having a party. How you get what you want is by refining yourself to the point where your wants don't really exist. And you fall into this incredible rhythm of manifestation where you think about things and a couple of days later they somehow make their way into your life where you offhandedly mention something and it somehow shows up. A life where you can imagine something creative in your mind in great detail and a few days later you're able to execute it perfectly if not better. So the question then becomes, how do you get into that flow state and stay there? But before we talk about that, uh, can we just talk about Jared Leto again for a second? Because I'm that petty. Notice, go back and watch the movie now and notice that every single one of the actors that he acts against loses his Italian accent, except Gaga and the only reason she doesn't lose the fucking accent is because that bitch is Oscar worthy. That bitch needs to win Oscars from now until whenever the fuck it is that she decides that she doesn't want to fucking be movies anymore. This bitch is a powerhouse. Like the talent level but on top of that and i can't believe i'm saying this because i've never been a fan of the look but my goodness does she look beautiful with this short black hair Ooh, i'll tell you what some of y'all bitches really be playing yourself with this like room without a door i gotta keep my hair real long and platinum blonde some of y'all really be fucking yourselves the way bitch you would look with with a brunette bob or a or a you know shoulder length like a modern something ooh <laughs> mm-hmm. look at gaga you know i like some of her music but what the fuck does that bitch know about cameras Okay, so every one of the actors loses their accent when they talk across from him, when they have to deal with his fucking ass. That's how bad he is, just just to point that out. Now, how do you get in the flow state and stay there? I hope that other shit that I was just saying to you before about not wanting makes sense to you, to be perfectly honest. I think there were moments there when I was like really trancing it out. Whatever. The information is the information. So how do you get what you want? By not wanting. How do you make yourself not want? You make yourself not want by making it into an ideological thing. I'm only going to tell you what works for me because I don't fucking know anything else. I'm sure there are a million different roads and I know that they all lead back to God one way or another, so pick one. Here's the one that I like to use. I am a person that is based almost entirely. 99.99% of my personality is super boring because it's based on just simple respect, not grandiose respect. Not overblown respect, not some sort of show done for people. No, I'm talking about the bare minimum of respect, okay? So that's the way that I work. That is one, That is the most important thing in my life, is that I respect people and people respect me. I respect my friends, I respect the people that I'm in relationships with, but also just in general but also with objects, but also with the ether. I just respect whatever is going on here. You know what I mean? I firmly believe that everything has a life, animate objects, inanimate objects. I firmly believe that they all can hear you, that they can all in some way or another communicate with each other, like all of it, right? And that therefore everything should be treated with an enormous amount of respect, but this is then a belief system again very sufi tariqa right this is the way it is uh but then this level of respect is applied to the almighty right how how to not have wants uh i suppose what i'm saying is by having such extreme faith oh my god we're saying all the trigger words tonight honey bitch if they don't flag this podcast i'll tell you what the the boys at the nsa that are listening to this right now legitimately are you hot because if you're hot like no but i'm talking like josh hartnett hot are you josh hartnett hot because if you are wow that's the only thing i got from jared leto wow, so svelte, your cheekbones, they can cut diamonds, what accent, wow, so svelte, who are you, and who the fuck was your fucking speech coach, because can I punch that bitch in the mouth, and it better not be who I think it was, (laughs) Fun fact, Constantine is a British character. Okay, uh, let's continue. Wow. Okay, so you, I fucking hate Jared Leto, but look. Look how viral he is. He's is like a walking viral. He's a virus. Jared Leto is like fucking Nicolas Cage. They're viruses. Imagine seeing Nicolas Cage and Jared Leto in a movie, though, because, bitch, I would pay... Good fucking money to see that if somebody was like bitch it's $50 to go see Jared Leto and Nicholas Cage you have no idea what the movie's about I would absolutely go because I know that that $50 which tr- there's so many things in life that we can't know but I know for absolutely certain <laughs> especially if it was some kind of like murder mystery or like Nick likes to have a problem to solve you know that's really a Nick's thing um Jared's thing is like look at me <laughs> no that's his whole thing that's my only problem with him is that it's not nuanced there's no depth to it if it was like look at me but also dot 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 I would be totally fine with it well, all actors are very look at me I get it but it's just look at me you know and the me doesn't even make it all the way out it's look at me look at me. Like even the me can't get more attention than me. You understand what I'm saying? Is is that level of fuckery going on? And Nicolas Cage, like Nicolas Cage invented what Jared Leto is trying to do. Nicolas Cage never crawled so jared leto can walk nicholas cage is a giant among men okay crushing people in his wake and this fucking runt of the litter jared leto is crawling behind him watching his every move going one day one day i'll be big enough to do this One day, people will not care that I have not made a good movie in 25 years. One day, nobody will give a fuck and they will give me mad money and I will make insane movies with Chinese backing. Are you kidding? I'll make fucking crazy movies. Try me. (laughs) And they're going to try to fucking repackage this motherfucker to you as a superhero and as an action star. And I'll tell you what. I don't know why these these men think that they can just be action stars. Like, that shit is physically very taxing, yo. You gotta be made of some strong stuff. You can't just be, like, Jared leto it through life. You know what I mean? That ocean will eat you up, for one. Like, Jared, <laughs> Jared Leto needs to go home. Jared Leto needs, like, a nap and a snack and, like, a timeout. Like somebody in Hollywood has to do that for us. My little brother could not stop crying. He was like, "Oh my god, look it! They're losing their every time someone talks to him, they lose their accent." Because of course, how can you stay in character when the except J, Jeremy Iron? Uh, what I see, this is what a true performer does. This is how you know that even though Adam Driver is an actor and like we all love him and he's super hot and yes, he's very talented, he's still like he's just an actor, right? Like not to be fucked up, I hate saying it like that but, and I've said it a couple of times when it's like really come out the wrong way, but like he's just an actor right, Jeremy Irons listen every, but even he lost his accent I will say this, even Jeremy Irons if you go back and you watch the scene that I'm talking about, wow so svelte, if you go back and watch this, the only reason I keep saying it is because every time I think about it I want to punch him in his face if you go back and watch that scene, at the end of the scene Jeremy Irons is just British Jeremy Irons again, <laughs> there is nothing italian there's nothing adolfo rodolfo i think i said his name wrong last time about him anymore jared leto gets into that point in one scene where jeremy irons at first he handles it really well okay because here's the thing everybody there is no way that that movie got made without every one of them hating him there's just no way Because you could just see it from their dynamic, but you could also see it maybe he was trying to do it to get into character. But more than that, the reason everyone is so abrasive with him, maybe it's a genius casting, actually, on Ridley Scott's part. The reason everyone's so abrasive with him is because, like, on a personal level, like, they hate him. Like, they cannot fucking stand him. Like, they actively know while they're shooting the movie that he's ruining the fucking movie. And it makes them deeply, deeply resent him. They hate him right so when they try to act across from him it's really it really throws you off here's this person that you're trying to like maintain this like italian accent which is odd um you know but here's this person you hate (laughs) sitting across from you and 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 they're actively doing the thing you hate that they do that makes you hate them Mm -hmm. you lose your accent right all of a sudden you're adam driver just a kid from brooklyn you know what are you talking about you know like 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 what he would see you what are you talking about adam adam not at it's not adam time it's Maurizio. like what's going on where where did Maro go like what what do you what do you mean he would see you what are you talking about what where is your accent jared leto jared leto stole his accent right listen jeremy irons was like i got you i fucking hate you okay Jared Leto is exactly the kind of person that Jeremy Irons would hate and Jeremy Irons would hate you because Jeremy Irons is, let's go through it again, fine. Fine as the fucking millennia is long. Fine. Okay, tall. Right? Talented. But on top of that, he's like a whole other type of fine. Like he's that type of fine where the older they get, the finer they get. Wait. On top of that, his voice is heaven. Like, you know, okay, that a fucking, like, by royal decree, motherfucker like him, you know how much he fucking hated Jared, right? So you see that scene of them together? And Jeremy Irons is just playing it right on the nose. He's like, I can't fucking stand you. That's the whole scene. It's just Jeremy Irons looking at you. Look at his eyes. Look deep into that performer's eyes, and you're going to be like, no, this is not method acting. Like, Jeremy Irons isn't even acting. He's just, he hates him. He hates him. And I think the thing that actually makes that scene a little bit funny is I think that Jared Leto picked up on it, and actually, it hurt his little ego. Because that's all that that is. You think that's a person named Jared Leto who used to be on a show called My So-Called Life I and mean, was just a, someone's degenerate boyfriend. Like you think that's an actor walking around out there like acting and pretending to be people, it's not. It's just like an ego without a shell. It's, it's what can pass for acting easily because it's such a gross level of vulnerability. It's disgusting. And some people think that that's like craft or skill, and it's not. It's just fucking sloppy is what it is. that's my that's my problem. It's so fucking sloppy. and Jeremy Irons is like the complete opposite. He's like perfection, regimented perfection baby. Like, no, I fucking hate him. Um I'm sorry, I'm so <laughs> but not gaga, yo gaga the only scene where you can really stomach jared leto is when fucking gaga's pushing him around like like just bouncing him around like a fucking pinball like okay motherfucker you're gonna overact okay you're gonna try to steal this scene too okay i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna do my thing now i'm gonna do my little method acting thing that i do right now 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 it's not patricia gucci talking to paolo gucci it's patricia gucci talking to fucking jared leto right and that motherfucker fell in line real quick and every time he started falling out of line she gave him a look okay she looked at him like a scary mon. she looked to him like like don't you and that's the thing that's the most frustrating about him he knows what he's doing He knows where the line is. He could be a phenomenal actor, and he chooses to go over the line. Why? Because his ego makes him think that maybe that'll make him special, or maybe he just knows better than everybody and everyone else has to come around. It's total fucking obnoxious behavior. I'm so sorry. I could go on forever. Meanwhile, fucking poor Adam Driver. He's like the first movie where I don't look like Shrek, where someone didn't hit me in the face with a fucking frying pan. I got eight fucking wrinkles in my face like i'm naruto with the fucking nine tails in me like literally this motherfucker looks like he has whiskers he's like the one fucking movie where y'all didn't make me look like shrek with whiskers and i look fine as fuck you let this motherfucker ruin it how could you do this to me like adam driver will never recover from the fact that this was the movie that was gonna make him fine as fuck if this had actually like done the numbers it should have done If Jared Leto didn't completely destroy this fucking movie. Like, I know that Adam Driver's like, I'm never going to look this good again. Why would you do this to me? Like, sorry, bro. He also, like, signed up to go into the, what, the Marines after 9-11 and broke his collarbone before he got there. Like, you know, bad luck situations, yo. He didn't know. He didn't know he was going to run into fucking Nicolas Cage. This fuck. Anyway, how do you get what you want? All right, here we go. We're <laughs> back to... I'm so sorry. Ah, <laughs> oh, it just makes me so mad. I'm sorry. And then what made me even more mad is I started thinking about all the people that they could have cast in it that would have fucking killed it. And that... Oh. You know, they could have even given that role to Tom Holland. Even Tom. Even though he's super young. It, it, even Tom. The baby of the group, even he could have handled it. They could have easily given it to Robert Downey Jr. He would have fucking murdered it. If they would given that role to Robert Downey Jr., are you fucking kidding me? But it would have been, you know, it's, it's Robert Downey Jr., so it would have just been Iron Man and Gucci. It would have been <laughs> a Gucci logoed Iron Man suit. That's like his whole acting style. And it's so funny cuz people are like, "Wow, Iron Man really made. Yeah, he was like this before Iron Man. Iron Man is the way he is because he is the way he is." <laughs> I don't know, maybe he was perfectly. I mean, Nick Cage, the obvious choice would be, you know, why go to the <laughs> why go to the minnow when you could go to the big fish and get her done. <laughs> sorry i've reached that point in the night where everything is funny to me oh my friends know this well but if i'm in love with someone they always know it very well there's this like switch that turns with me and i just get like really loopy (laughs) i think what happens the first time it happens around a guy they're always like their eyes get really big they're like whoa what just happened I think what it is, is, like, and and then, like, if they love you, they'll exploit it. Like, they'll make you stay awake until you get loopy. So they can, like, I don't know. <laughs> I guess I'm, like, easy, not so spiky. That's what my ex-husband used to You're not so spiky once you're like this. <laughs> he would say my energy was like thorns. Like, it was hard to get close to me if I was not, um in this state where I am right now. I think what it is is that it takes me like all day to relax. And then when I finally relax, like all I all, all the apparently the only thing I do in life when nothing's bothering me is just like laugh 24/7. Like everything is fucking funny to me and like I feel bad sometimes cuz I be laughing at shit like sometimes I feel like me laughing like makes people uncomfortable like it makes them like sad (laughs) let me explain oh my god this is so shady but like sometimes like I'll like (laughs) something will happen and I'll laugh right and like I'll be in like the elevator or like I don't know picking up my packages or something and something will happen and I'll laugh and I can just like see from the person's face that they're like not used to it or like that they don't laugh that much or that they even though the thing was funny that they didn't laugh like i don't know i don't anyway loopy yeah so the way that you get what you want is by having that utmost respect having such an enormous amount of respect that you can say you know there there are a lot of great things out there and I would be grateful to have this and this and this and that but if there's something better than those things I'm down for that too but more than anything you know the thing that I wanted I already got which was this experience? You know, do you understand how amazing and how connected this experience is to the divine? Do you understand why this rift between God and the devil exists? Do you understand what it means to be plugged into this construct? You are you 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 individually you you are, as Nassim Haramein puts it, in an active conversation with the singularity right now. Through the means or the interfacing, whatever term you want to use, if you want to bring it into the 21st century, by interfacing, interfacing with this simulation and with this construct, or because you are made from it, you know, chicken egg, you are in a direct and constant conversation with the Almighty, direct, straight there, no middleman. Just you and the Almighty, you and the Singularity, chilling all day long, exchanging information, exchanging information, exchanging information. Tell me, what wants do you have? Of course, there's lots of nice things. Who who, who would say no? It's not a word game. It's not about semantics. Who would say no? There are lots of nice things, and everybody has nice things they like more than they like other things. But for me, at least, want implies a level of ungratefulness, but also a sort of petulant, childlike quality. It feels too much to me like a tantrum. I want this, yeah, but is it the best thing for you? Maybe again, maybe it's the Muslim thing. How can you be that resolute when when you know that God is the best of planners <laughs> boy they they're not they're not kidding with that living word thing. The living word is a is a real fact. The word that is alive will live in your spirit and feed you over and over again. No matter what religion you are, I highly suggest you pick up a book. Whatever book is, a, is associated with what you believe and you and you read it. The living word will come back to you in your times of need. The living word is technology that lives within you once you have it. Over and over again in the Quran it says, they plan, they scheme. And over and over again you read it. You read it when you're a child. You read it when you're a teenager. You hear it in khutbahs at the masjid on Fridays. You hear people quote it. Do not worry. They may scheme and cheat and conspire. They may plan for your demise, for your humiliation for your destruction. But fear not. You know, there is this acknowledgement of the material world where these people may hold a lot of power and probably a lot of influence and can plan lots of things. But fear not. For Allah is the best of planners. If that is not the most cosmically gangster, don't even worry about it that I've ever heard. Like, don't even worry about it. Don't worry about it. Yes, I hear you telling me that they're cheating and scheming and dueling. And I'm telling you, don't worry about it. Let them plan. Let them cheat. Let them scheme. I got this. I am better at this. So you're telling me that you have these wants... And your wants supersede the plan that the best of planners has for you, at least that's how that word rings in my ears. I'm not doing that. I have too much respect for that. There's no real level to there's no real way to have enough respect for others when you don't have the utmost respect for yourself. You're always going to be slipping out here. I'll tell you that uh, you're always going to be slipping. It has to start with you because we are bound in these bodies and our relationship to the divine is something that is cultivated through our spirit. But our spirit has to be housed in something that feels safe and comfortable and good about itself before we can have that sort of extreme faith in a deity. We have to find it in our souls, in that connection to the divine. But that connection to the divine is buried in all this muscle and sinew and, and liquid and water, right? You have to have total and complete respect for yourself first. What does that mean? You know, I'm not doing anything that compromises my values or my beliefs. And I don't have a problem saying that to anybody who needs to fucking hear it. <laughs> right? Drink something, smoke something. How do you have the utmost respect for yourself? You don't talk to people funny. You don't let people talk to you funny. You treat people with the utmost respect. You treat yourself with the utmost respect. You treat yourself the way you would treat some older person that you really love. Or you treat yourself the way you would treat the person you were in love with. Or you treat yourself as the person you would treat you know if you if you were a child. Or you treat yourself like you would treat your child. You have the utmost respect for yourself. You put yourself first, your honor and your dignity and your appearance and everything else about you. It it all works together and it all denotes care and prioritizing yourself. It's only when you can have that level of respect for yourself that you can begin to understand that level of respect for another, be it a lover or the divine. And when you have that level of respect for self and for others, want becomes a bit of a dirty word. What do you want? I don't know. Well, we could go here or we could go there. I would rather go there. That conversation is probably the only conversation I ever really have with my friends about going anywhere. They're always out of courtesy gonna say, What do you wanna do? I don't know. Now there are a lot of people who say, Wow, well, you don't want anything? There's nothing out there that you wanna do. I mean I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm in the most high-tech video game ever created. My brain is probably in a test tube somewhere, you know, on level 1000 of a game that no one's ever been able to get past level two. Like, what do you mean? What do I want? (laughs) Do you mean like, do I want fries? Or like, how do you get what you want? Bitch, stop wanting shit. What are you what are you wanting right now that you can't get or that you can't just pray to God and ask for? Because that's really the only two (laughs) raste... There's only two roads here. There's no other way to go. Mm. Yeah, there is that third road of unrequited longing. You know, it's just a straight path to destruction. You get your body comfortable. You get your mind comfortable. You... Have this mutual respect thing. You know, God, this has been going on. This has been going on. I really wish it was like this. I really wish it was like that. But at the same time, I know that I've asked for things before that it turned out weren't so good for me. And it's so good that you didn't let them happen. I mean, the royal you, you know... Yeah. And now here we are. And I'm still playing this game that you made. Hoping that through understanding us, you would understand you. The royal you. And how very exciting to be of that much consequence want is a word of this dunya and it's offensive to have the option to love or to be tested it's odd to choose the test Drink something. It's odd to fall in love with the test instead of the being that's created this thing to know itself. It's odd to not heed the words of that thing that is on this glorious fact-finding expedition, it's odd to go completely the other way, the opposite direction, and get completely consumed with the test, thereby failing it. Want is one of those words that'll make you lose the game. You know those people. You've seen them. They lost the game a long time ago, but somehow they're just putting one foot in front of the other. So, how do you get what you want? You evolve. You stop wanting and you start appreciating. You start having nuanced, real conversations with the Almighty. You start to see that in everything that you are doing and everything that you are receiving, there is some part and parcel of what you want that is constantly coming to you, blessing you, feeding you. when there is no more wanting there is no more suffering and I suppose you could just understand that and turn into a shaft of light and be gone forever hmm (laughs) I told you it gets loopy. Alright. It's your girl, DJ Narc. I love you. I'll see you next week.